Good morning, family and friends. Praise the Lord. We're going to address this question of what does it mean that believers do not continue to sin, as it says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 6. What does that mean? In this first letter of John, the Apostle John deals with the assurance of our salvation. He said, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. 1 John 5.13 Since he wants his readers to know they have eternal life, John provides a test of faith that we can use to examine whether or not we are truly saved. And, And that question comes up. Are there people who say they're saved that are not. Yes, there are. And and how would that happen? Because maybe they've been taught that if they go to church, they they would be saved. If they would do good things, they would be saved. But the bottom line is, the Bible says, if you're not born again, you're not saved. So in 1 John, there there are various descriptions of the genuine believer if, if a person knows Christ, if a person has been born again and is growing in grace, he or she is going to be generally marked by some of these following, or all of these actually, following traits that we're going to go over right here. The believer enjoys fellowship with Christ and his redeemed people, 1 John 1 and 3. I hope you have your notebooks with you. Take notes. Don't just believe me. Take notes. And and look these scriptures up for yourself. It would not take you any more than a you know 15 or 20 minutes to do that. Number two, the believer walks in the light and is not in darkness. 1 John 1, 6 through and 7. Number three, the believer admits and confesses his sin. 1 John 1 and 8. The believer obeys God's word, 1 John 2, verses 3 through 5. The believer loves God rather than the world, 1 John 2, verse 15. The believer's life is characterized by doing what is right, 1 John 2, verse 29. The believer seeks to maintain a pure life, 1 John 3 and 3. The believer sees a decreasing pattern of sin in his life. 1 John 3, verses 5 and 6, also chapter 5, verse 18. So the believer demonstrates love for other Christians. 1 John 3, 14. The believer walks the walk. Amen? Verses or verses talking the talk, which many do. Many talk the talk and they don't walk the walk. You know what? There has to be some action to back up your faith. 1 John 3 verses 18 through 19. The believer maintains a clear conscience. 1 John 3 21. The believer experiences victory in his Christian walk. 1 John 5 4. So now if we were to back up to number eight in the list above, is, is that the is the true believer, is that the true believer will experience 
will experience a decreasing pattern of sin in his or her life on this journey that that they've just been born again and they've begun this process of serving the Lord. They're going to see decrease after decrease after decrease. That type of pattern of sin decreasing out of their life. If you're not seeing that, there's there could be something wrong with the picture here. So what is John saying? He says, no one who lives in Christ keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or even knows him. 1 John chapter 3, verse 6. And we know that anyone born of God does not continue in sin. The one who was born of God keeps them safe, and the evil one cannot harm them. And we find that in 1 John 5.18. Some seem to misinterpret these verses to mean that Christians can uh, attain some sort of sinless perfection. But you know, John says that no one who lives in him sins. And, and they go by that. Know what, uh, that. That's exactly what John says. 1 John 3 and 6. And that no one who is born of God sins. Chapter 5 verse 18. And based on those verses, they, they reason out that sin must be a thing of the past. So if, if you commit a sin, that's proof that you're not saved because Christians are sinless, right? But that's not what John is teaching here. That is not what John is teaching. He said no one lives in continual sin that has been born again. So we know that when John writes that uh, believers don't continue in sin, he's not referring to sinless perfection because all of us sin. All of us fall down occasionally. So because of, of what he writes in other epistles to, to believers, John says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive our own selves and the truth is not in us. Look at 1 John 1 verse 8. So we're all sinners and we continue to struggle with sin. Even after we're saved, we will never know a total ab absence of sin or, or the temptation to sin until we're with the Lord in glory. When Christ appears, the Bible says, we shall be like him. 1 John 3, verse 2. So if, if John is not referring to sinless perfection, what exactly does John mean here that believers do not continue to sin? Let me just say very simply, he means that believers will not continue practicing sin as a way of life. So there will be a difference between the old life uh, without Christ and the new life in Christ. The thief who was characterized by his theft is a thief no more. He has a different way of life. The adulterer who was characterized by his uh, immorality is an ad adulterer no more. His behavior, his behavior patterns have changed. 
His desires have changed since he's become a child of God. The child of God who was a a former thief might struggle with covetousness, but he no longer lives according to the pattern of stealing. The child of God who was a former adulterer may still struggle with lust, but he has been broken free from the old life of immorality. So all who have this hope in Christ, the Bible says, purify themselves as he is pure. 1 John 3 and 3. The Amplified Bible brings out John's meaning even more clear. It says, no one who abides in him, who remains united in fellowship with him, deliberately, knowingly, and habitually practices sin. No one who habitually sins has seen him or known him. 1 John 3, 6. And so we know with confidence that anyone born of God does not habitually sin. But he, he, Jesus, who who was born of God, he who was born of God carefully keeps and protects him. And the evil one does not touch him. 1 John 5, 18. That is in the Amplified Version. The word habitually is key. A believer will struggle with sin and sometimes give in, but giving in to sin is no longer, no, not a, it's not an option any longer. It, it should not even be a desire any longer. Uh, you could go to, through temptation. That does not mean it is a desire. Or that you have to give in to it. As we grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord, as we see in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, we are being sanctified. It is a process. We are being sanctified. Look up some of these words if you don't understand what they mean. As we are led by the Spirit, we will walk more and more in obedience to the Word of God, not disobedience. If a person claims to be a Christian, but he lives in defiance of God's word, then that person is showing the world that he or she is unsaved or he or she is in rebellion against God. They are not walking with God. No one who continues to live in willful sin knows God. Don't be fooled, don't be deceived because continual sin is incompatible with this new life in Christ. Living in unrepentant uh, homosexuality, idolatry, or falsehood is proof. It's proof that no regenerative work of the Holy Spirit has yet taken place in the heart, regardless of anyone's claim to the contrary. You can claim you're a Christian all day long. John gives us the reason why believers do not continue to sin. And this is the reason. No one, he says, no one who is born of God will continue to sin. And I'm going to close here, but I just want you to know, this, these are the scriptures. This is our instruction. This tells us who we are and who we are not. And if we've been on the backside of the desert and not even serving God, but proclaiming we are, we need to get it right. 
because this is a day and an hour where we are closer now to the end times than ever before. Since I interrupted myself, let me go back to that scripture. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them and they cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. 1 John 3 verse 9. So in closing, just let me share with you, a genuine Christian is not going to deliberately, knowingly, willingly, and habitually sin. It's just not in their spiritual DNA any longer. As soon as they gave their life to Christ, they were set free from that. And the most that would come against you is a temptation to yield to parts of that old life or to that old carnal nature, but not to habitually sin. So let me just pray over you right now. Father God, I pray for anyone that came to to hear this message about sin. I pray for them. I break off the power of temptation. I break off the power or any authorities or principalities or powers that are coming against them to bring temptation. And I ask you, Lord, to put a perseverance in them that says that they will never give up, but they will press on. And I pray for those, Lord, who were never born again and are listening to this message that just know the spirit of religion. They just know to go to church and do good things. I pray that one will be born again and I break every attachment off of them that has kept them from seeing the truth and the true light that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.